Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Craze Cast, the podcast run by the fans for the fans that brings you close to the action. My name is Roxy, and today I'm joined by my fellow host, Jay. Hi! To keep up with all our content, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at CrazeMag, and YouTube The Craze. If you enjoy our content, please consider uh, helping our organization uh, through Ko-Fi. Our team is 100% volunteer-based, um, so any donation helps us a great deal. Head over to ko-fi.com backslash the craze where you can donate however much you please, and we thank you ahead of time so much for your support. And if you are watching this on YouTube, before we begin, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe to our YouTube channel to catch our next episode and hit the bell for instant notifications for whenever we upload a new video. So today, we're just going to jump right into it today. We haven't had a guest in a while, and we wanted to bring on this guest. Um, we are going to let her introduce herself. But today we have Raquel Colty. Welcome to the Craze Cast. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so, uh, Raquel, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself for our readers and our listeners who are li like catching this episode, just let everybody know what you do, cool. stuff like that. Yeah. So, I'm a media personality and a YouTuber. Uh, I work in K pop as well as EDM for my quote, air quote, real job. Uh, so I've been in music for the past six years, music journalist, and now I'm kind of switched over to the other side of things as well, uh, working in marketing for music and K-pop actually. And then I also have a show on Sirius XM on Fridays on Vinny Vibes, Good Vibes Radio on Pitbull's Globalization. So I love that I get to work in K-pop and EDM. It's so fun. And of course, like I said, uh, YouTube channel, all dedicated to K-pop reaction videos, interviews with idols and artists. So go check it out. Awesome. Just really quickly, just to get to know you a little bit before we jump into the main topic of today's episode, like you run a podcast, you have a radio show, you get to meet all of these things. When did you actually get started into liking K-pop and everything like that? I totally thought you were going to ask, when do you sleep? Because I was totally fully prepared to be like, I don't. Uh, but <laughs> when did I get into K-pop? So my sister actually got me into K-pop. She's been into K-pop for the past like five years. And so I've gotten to go to some concerts with her. I have some other friends who've worked in K-pop. So I've also gotten to like see K-pop concerts through them. I also saw BTS and Halsey perform at the uh, Billboard Awards a couple of years ago. And that was the craziest experience I've ever seen because people were literally getting kicked out of the Billboard Awards, trying to bum rush the stage at the Billboard Awards. And obviously the Billboard Awards are not like a normal concert. You can buy tickets or you win tickets. I don't even know how that worked because I had a press ticket, but people like grown women, like probably our mom's age, were bum rushing the stage, getting kicked out. It was, I'm like, wow, this is crazier than any One Direction Instinct Backstreet Boys thing ever. I love it so much. These are my people. Um, so yeah, and then what happened is I kind of, I got a job in Miami in EDM. So I was like fully in EDM land. And then I lost my job due to the pandemic. We all were let go as many uh, on-air radio hosts were, people just in media in general. And I was at home with my sister. My sister was doing grad school from home. And 
I was like depressed and sad. Obviously I wasn't working. I lost my dream job and I walked past the TV and EXO's love shot was on the TV. And I was like, who is this beautiful man in a red suit? That is just the best dancer I've ever seen because I grew up competitively dancing. I taught for eight years, like dances my whole life. I was in that weird transition too of, I think that was my first year. I didn't actually have anything to do with dance, like teaching or choreographing or dancing. So I was also like in a really weird place mentally because of that as well. And then I saw Kai in his red suit dancing to Love Shot. And I was like, I love him. What is this? I love all of this. And then my sister said, come sit down next to me on the couch. Like, welcome, welcome to EXO. And I was like, I don't ever want to leave here. And then she made me a PowerPoint. And I literally spent the whole like first six months of the pandemic, relearning K-pop, reading PowerPoints, studying the industry, like to the point of comp- the big four and all the companies and the subsidiaries. And just because I, I was so intrigued and then started doing reaction videos with my friend Brooke on her channel and they kind of were blowing up and we were like, oh, this is a thing. And we just love to do it. And it honestly, it was one of those things that it kind of it saved both of us because we had both lost our dream job in radio. So it was one of those things that we could rely on each other and do these videos and just have fun. It didn't feel like work. It was just content that we were putting out to, to, I don't know, be relatable and just have people to watch something. And I, we were so thankful people actually wanted to watch us and, and listen to our opinions. And I think that thing was the thing that was different about our videos is we tried to kind of give some music business insight or radio insight to these videos when people were like, why can't you just play ATs on the radio here? We're like, that's not how it works. It has to go through the programming director and the music director and the label and the this. So we were trying to give some insight in our videos as well. So we weren't just these two girls that were like popped out of nowhere, all of a sudden love K-pop. And then Brooke moved to LA and I was still in Miami. So that's when I started my own channel and I started kind of doing more interviews uh, which was really cool. My first interview was AB6. Uh, and yeah, it just, it just kind of went from there. Obviously I came from a background of interviewing musicians my whole life. So to transfer it over, but I will say interviews, interviewing K-pop idols, as you guys know, I don't know, for me, I get really nervous. Like I get more nervous than anything. I don't know why. I think it's because of the language barrier and just everything. And I'm like, Oh God, like I'm stressed, but I love it. So yeah, I just the language barrier scares me the most. Yeah. That's yeah, why I'm yeah. learning Korean. I have a tutor. Yeah. yeah. I told you, yeah, you guys know I'm literally learning Korean because even though I'm very like kindergarten level, <laughs> pretty much or elementary level in interviews, I feel so much better because I actually can understand what they're saying to a certain degree. And I already feel like, okay, deep breaths. <laughs> like this yeah. is okay. I know we did an interview. I it's not live yet, so I don't want to say who it was with. But no Jay spoilers. I, yeah, no spoilers. Jay and I did an interview, and like, you know, some of them are chattering in the background, and we're like, "What are they saying about me?" Yeah, yeah, you're like scared. <laughs> yeah, it's like I wonder what they're saying like about us or what they're thinking, and you're just like, "Oh, this is happening." And um, yeah. if you caught Raquel saying earlier, when you have these interviews, people don't know. You're up at different times to accommodate for their schedule. And I know Raquel does not get some sleep. I see her posting about it sometimes. I'm just like, how she I posted one video and I had the biggest like yawn of my life and stared off into the abyss. And then I caught myself staring off into the abyss and I like got back to it and I was like, oh, and everyone was like, this is the best video I've ever seen. I was like, this is real life. Like this is behind the scenes. And of course I'm so grateful to be able to do it. But yeah, back being back on the East coast, I was waking up. Well, I, I didn't even wake up. I wouldn't go to bed. So I would just be up for 24 hours 
because I can't like nap and wake up. I wouldn't, it just wouldn't work. Uh, yeah, I was up at like 3.30 in the morning doing these interviews or like ungodly hours. And it's just like, people don't realize like we accommodate to the artist, you know? Yeah, they're oh, not of course. On, they're not on our schedule. We're on yeah. their schedule. You can't yeah. ask an idol to be up at three in the morning. You're the one that's up at three in the morning. Yeah. You are so- up at 3 a.m. And they're so appreciative though, too, because I remember mm-hmm. when I interviewed AB6, their team was even like, Raquel, because I work closely with their team. He was like, they were like, Raquel, go to sleep. And they were like, time? Like, what time is it? And I told them, and they were like, we love you. Sleep, go <laughs> sleep. I was like, <laughs> I will after (laughs) I will once I come down from this high and I'm like what just happened (laughs) like yeah like definitely also like all three of us have interviewed and so like if you're like it's one thing to experience like getting to interview them but it's like it's the energy and rush that comes afterwards that you're like oh my god this happened yeah you're always like did I just do that did I do anything weird did I say anything weird like that's always my biggest Thing, but it's going to get chopped up anyway because of the translator and everything that goes into it so yeah like I definitely I think Roxy has heard of the story after I interviewed Kevin Wu a while ago mm. like afterwards like you know walked away everything's cool I would I walked up to my friends like they didn't know who I was interviewing but they're like are you okay <laughs> like you look pale like what happened I was just like listen I did an interview with somebody and it was just a moment to yeah. like process everything. Like everything just crashed then. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh. that is. Yeah, that's like 90 percent percent of the time. I feel like after I walk away from interview, although if I ever interviewed X, I'd probably just like pass out on the spot. So <laughs> I know I, I wouldn't know where to look. That's kind of what I like. I really want to interview ATs, but I'm also like really afraid of doing that. Too. The thing ATs would be so sweet about it. Like they're so nice and they're good in interviews and they like kind of speak English. So I feel like that would be good because you guys could at least talk somewhat in English or they'd understand it. So yeah. And EXO's interviews, if you I mean we've watched them, but if you haven't watched any EXO past interviews, they get wild. So like, <laughs> yeah, the like chaos, the energy in the room. The chaos is real. Yeah. And speaking of EXO, we're actually here today. Roxy will give a little bit more details on this, but we're here today because we've been teasing it for a while on our social media and we are releasing our EXO mini issue. So we wanted to bring in Raquel because as she mentioned, she got into EXO and she checked so well. Did the full like you know I researched (laughs) I researched and so me Roxy Raquel we are EXO fans and we just wanted to come on and talk about EXO but I'll let Roxy have a little bit more details on what the mini issue is and yeah so the EXO mini issue is essentially just um it's much like the mini issues we've done in the past where it's kind of like a historical look back at their career um, we have, you know, some o- other special content. It's not just like a chronological timeline. We have other things. Uh, teasers will be posted of the finished layouts probably in- soon. By this point, by the time it goes up, I'm sure there will be a few that are out. But essentially, it's just a great guide or even like a great reminder for anybody that is a big fan of EXO. Um, it's just a great sort of reminder of where they came from and where they are now. And all that stuff. So if you are a fan of EXO, definitely recommend picking it up. I just finished the last layout on it. So we're about ready to go to print. That's so, so yeah. exciting. And it is, 
it is available uh for pre-order as of this recording probably maybe by the time this episode is out um it'll probably out be out already so you can purchase the print version for eleven dollars right roxy and if you want the digital version it is only four dollars i mean regardless it's something nice to have it is like a lot of hard work has went into it shout out to the team who has worked so hard on this issue from the writers the editors to the designers everybody did such a great job so wanting to give them a little spotlight as well but yeah exo raquel mentioned like raquel mentioned she got into love shot i was there for pre-debut and debut if you notice in the article or when you get the mini zine that is what I covered because love it I was just like I have to talk about all of this but Roxy when did you get into um EXO uh when Exodus came out so that was actually my first like k-pop thing ever was EXO and EXO Showtime which was very chaotic if you haven't (laughs) seen EXO Showtime yet it's a great experience and it kind of lets you like figure out who your favorite's going to be just based on who is the loudest. So like, I love Dio because he just like is so sick of being there. Sometimes he's just like, he just hates it. And like in one of the episodes, he takes himself on a date to a movie while everybody else goes and does some like louder things. I don't know. It was like my favorite thing about him but Dio my favorite um clip I've ever seen of Dio is when they were at what were they at like a zoo or some sort of like animal sanctuary and he's like like, feeding the deers and he literally looks like Snow White and everyone else is like being chased by the animals and he's like come come and they're all just like following him in a herd I was like that's because he's peaceful he has the right energy animals sense that (laughs) yeah they know like who is friend and who is foe and if you're too loud (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who is like the peaceful snow white like dl yes that is you yeah so i mean like where should we start Honestly? i have a question because you witnessed mama when it came out what was that like okay so i okay i will admit like yes i saw exo debut i saw everything happen but it was more like a, of a casual like I'm a fan. I I think I didn't really get into EXO till maybe after Mama released, but I will say this on social media, on Tumblr, oh gosh. Tumblr, Tumblr, yes. Um there were just gift sets of the music video. Everybody was like they look so cool. I mean, I wasn't like fully in tune with EXO like at debut, like fully. Like, you know, like as a friend who was just like hardcore like, I'm going to sit down and watch the showcase. I didn't watch it till like after, but I knew of everything. And I can see why, like, everybody was like, once I fully sat down and watched the teasers and everything, and I was just like, oh, I get it. Like, <laughs> like, it makes sense. Like, you have two different groups. There's these 12 members who are just like from technically another planet. And they're here, they have superpowers. You don't get to see this. So a lot of people were also excited to see like, you don't get to see superheroes or like superpowers being emphasized as a concept. Like maybe you'll see it like in past music videos, like they'll have an episode like where they, or not episode, music video where they have superpowers, but like that's just the concept of the music video. But this is actually an established universe for them. And so everybody was so intrigued. I, I 
Raquel mentioned Kai. Everybody would not stop talking about Kai even till back I mean, then. Yeah. And so it's just like Mama was like it took the world by storm like how a lot of these like newer groups are starting to like roll out with bangers and at the beginning and I think it was just different everything was different about EXO it was like you knew that the game was going to change once they debuted and because we got so many previews of like not only their superpowers but their sound and style it's just like okay what are they bringing to the table fully and so like they promoted a lot. I saw history getting promoted a lot when that they when promotions were longer. Now they're shorter nowadays. So like they were everywhere, everywhere during Mama era. Like there's not like a show that they didn't really go on. They were doing stuff in Korea. You got to see them like in SNSD, Tetsu So for TTS and um so it's just like they're gonna sprinkle them everywhere so it's kind of like we're gonna shove XO all in your face and you're just gonna like them at the beginning I feel like that's what it was question though what the you know how the mama MV opens with the story for like Mm -hmm. a minute and a half does that not bother anybody else Uh, for me I think it's one of those things that you think of it from now I'm like, oh, marketing, I understand it. Like if there's one thing SM is great at, it is being ahead of trends. And like every songwriter I've talked to who has worked for SM and songwriters who want to be part of SM, they always say that is the first thing that comes out of their mouth. Like SM is so ahead of everything, whether it comes to sound, group, production, and they knew what they needed to do. And I was listening to uh, the Get Real podcast on Dive and who was it? Someone, oh, Aaron from Newest said XO, B2B, and Newest all debuted three weeks within each other. So I'm sure, obviously, everyone knows who's debuting, what's happening. They were like, well, we're going to get the upper hand and do this whole music video. And this is the concept. It's out of this world, literally. And like, we're ahead of the game. And here we are 10 years later. So I think, I think now we look back and we're like, oh, wow, like this is okay but it worked for them I mean mm-hmm. clearly they have everywhere still it's very interesting because I didn't actually know that newest b2b and exo were like all at the same time but yeah. when you put it in that perspective it did work like very yeah. well in comparison yeah. and I just feel like also around that time we didn't get huge numbered groups mm-hmm. And so it's just like to see a huge number group like this, that's just like, it's not only more people to stare at, it's just like there's more color to discover in a group. And the fact that they were also, I don't want to say the first of their kind because Super Junior did Super Junior M, which was their attempt to to go into the Chinese market. So, um, but even then the member situation, I think it was that, executed better. They, they yeah. like fully knew what to expect. And we're going into it with this concept that was like, we are going to have two groups. It's going to make one massive group. I mean, when you think back about it now, you're like, okay, so it's NCT. <laughs> they just replicated it with NCT, but it's done even better now. Mm-hmm. So, but like, that's crazy to think about because you're like, okay, they did it with super junior. They fully executed it kind of was with EXO. Now we have NCT. So they've planned this how many years ago now you're like, wow, 
I can't even plan like my week like that, but like, good for you. Yeah. So it's just like to see like also a group that's solely focused on Chinese promotions was also kind of a big deal at the time too, because it's just like, we are going to tackle both fronts at the same time, rather than like super, like super junior M was birthed out of a few years after super junior has been established already. And so it's just like, this is a few years, years around, um, their establishment that was like, okay, now we can try super junior M and super junior M still, you know, was a really good group, but it just, what, like Raquel said, it wasn't executed as well as how EXO did it. And so the fact that simultaneously we, we got Korean and Mandarin releases or Chinese releases at the same time. And the music videos are separate, but still the same style, same thing, just switch out the members. Like it's different back then when they debuted. So it's just like, oh, this is a lot different. And it, it shook up what K-pop was at the time. That's crazy too. think about. I always think about like music videos. If like people don't know, music video shoots are very, very long. They made two of everything. So those shoot days were so long. They had to learn two sets of choreographies, two different songs, reshoot everything, shoot it again. Like the amount of time and effort that takes is so much. So I think that right there just goes to show how hardworking they are. And that's why they're where they are currently still. Right. It just sounds like too much, too much. Just like even considering all that, like, uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, it's like a lot. the amount of storyboarding they must have done in preparation right? just for their universe. It's just like, okay. And like, what people don't know is like some members have been training longer than the others. Some were just like, you're going to be part of this group. So yeah. like, you know, some of these new, the members who came in later are just like, I have no idea what's going on, but yes, <laughs> you know. First of all, the members who came in later, Baekhyun and Chen, like trained for like, what, a year? About the main yeah. vocals, like now you're like, wait, that is so crazy. How everything just happened with EXO is just so crazy because now it's so calculated and everyone is placed in a certain way for a reason in the group, like in the position. And I feel like for EXO, they kind of knew, but they were like, we need the two last vocalists. We have so many members and we're just kind of going with it. And no one actually knew what was going to happen, but they did so well because there was so much planning behind the scenes that no one knew about. So planning is good. Be organized people, <laughs> but also be prepared for the worst because we saw also what that. happened. Uh, yeah. What started happening in 2014. Right. No Ooh. one can plan for that. <laughs> no one. I think also it's just like, well, what happened in 2014, I, out of a lot of respect to people who don't want them mentioned, I like, I will just briefly say, this like Luhan, Chris, Tao, they did leave, and these were their sole Chinese members out of the group. And 2014 hit, and it's just like so there's a lot of uncertainty of like how are they gonna do XOK and XOM now? Well, they kind of stopped doing XOM. I mean, they still had Lei, but yeah, and even Lei, he's still part of EXO, but he's just like he's not there. And it makes me really sad because he's well, my favorite. Well, we know he's how my that's sisters going. too. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, like he was on the last album, but not really. 
no, my favorite part is the music video, <laughs> how they literally digitally imposed him. My sister lost her. If you guys watch my reaction video, my sister was in it and she literally got up, paused the video, like couldn't handle it. I was like, she was choking. <laughs> like it was too much. You take crumbs at this point because literally. it's just like, because we know he can't go back right now. Like it's just right. not possible for him to go back. But I was just like, I'll take whatever crumbs he's on the <laughs> album throughout the album. Yes. It was weird to see him like you knew like, oh, he was definitely CGI'd in, but whatever, I'll take it because he's there at least because when's we the last time we CGI, saw them? Right. Yeah. I, I don't know, but I always see that clip of him being like my members that he shows on it. They're his wallpaper on whatever show he was hosting or judging. And I'm like, oh, my heart. He yeah, it's like he, never he just wants them. to dance with Kai. It's fine. Yeah, it's just China's like, holding on. him hostage. I'm convinced that China won't let him leave. Oh, I man. Think I mean, everything with COVID as well, obviously, like the regulations and the travel. And I mean, I want to go to Korea, but it's so hard. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I need it, the, the two week, the two week thing to go away. That's yeah. the amount of time I can spend. I can't be in quarantine for two weeks. I know it's hard. Hopefully it's coming soon. I've heard rumblings of them. Hopefully in 2022, it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Cleared. <laughs> Hopefully. And then also what, it, what was it going back a little bit into their history around Wolf era, which a lot of people kind of like are, that was a blur of a memory with EXO for older fans. They're like, <laughs> that happened. Let's move on to the next era. <laughs> I love Wolf. I will take no Wolf slander here. I don't care if it's a bad song. I love that song. <laughs> I love it. It's just I, yeah, great. The, it's just it, great. It was really good. For some fans, they're like, yeah, that happened. Can we move on? But um, this is the first time we saw all 12 of them together, too. Like, in fully established choreography. We knew, like, when they did History and Mama, yes, they performed together. But this is the first time where you get to see all of them together in a music video. And so it's just like... They shook up the world too because this is what launched them their first win. Mm -hmm. like, I think well people deserved. forget that because Growl came next and Growl and like trumped everything. It was yeah. like it was the one. So people don't even realize that Wolf was the first win because it just got so overshadowed. Yeah, I, I always say Growl is like the national anthem, literally for K-pop. It's like a universally good song. Everyone has to learn song. it. Everyone learns it as a trainee. They still play mm -hmm. it. I think they played it at like the Olympics. <laughs> like yeah. It's oh, and the fan song. chant alone too. Like once you like the first beginning beats, you hear that you're just like, oh, I gotta get ready. Oh. I gotta get ready. <laughs> <laughs> like the fan chants are coming. I just and love the hat choreography because the first time I saw it, being a dancer, I was so stressed. I was like, the hat's gonna fall. Someone's gonna drop it. It was so stressful. Yeah. And then it's also the first time we got to see a full 360, like one shot mm -hmm. take of like a music video. And I think like, don't want to overshadow Wolf, but kind of have to growl just hit a lot different. And everybody was like learning the choreography. Everybody was like, this is my jam. Like it's so catchy. And there's a reason why it still gets played in their concerts till this day. I don't think I know anybody that doesn't like that song. True. Yeah. I, same. I don't think so either, but it's just that song. It's like a, it, it's one of those things when you become a K-pop fan, you have to learn, you have to know growl. Like there's like a set of songs. Growl is one of those songs. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it's like if you want a beginner's guide to K-pop, this has to be yeah. in the playlist. This song. And it's so it's just like we got to see their first win um with Wolf and then Growl came on and then this is the huge explosion of Mama, like the awards, Mnet Music, Mnet Asian Music Awards. <laughs> this is where we finally got to see them do the rookie. Were they rookie of the year? I don't remember. They got one of the bigger awards and everybody was like, oh, this is the group and not wanting to start any fan wars, okay? We're not going to do that here. But this is the group that challenged Big Bang around that time. And the fan wars back then were insane. Oh, yeah. Because it's just like, they are the new kids on the block. Oh, gosh. Because I felt like Big Bang has this grip back then that was just like, oh, like, you know that they're always going to win awards, but EXO came along and you're just like, oh, oh, it's it's not going to be pretty. But it's just like, they deserve it too. All these groups are talented, regardless. And then try to go through like sequential order of like order. Yeah, but like, like right after that is when shit started hitting the fan. Yeah. Like we kind of don't talk about 2014-ish. It's just like that was Even a though period. Overdose was such a good song also. Yeah. Oh, Overdose is great. Yeah, that got overshadowed because it was like Overdose, right after isn't that, that when Kai had white hair and I literally, the first time yes. I saw that, I literally had a heart attack. I was like, oh my God, like, <laughs> wow, look at his face. <laughs> like, he's like, whoa. I, I think like, I just prefer certain idols in lighter hair colors or blonde and Kai, like Kai being blonde <sighs> looks yeah. so nice. Just, just like, no change. No change. You're like your hair's gonna probably fall out from being fried, but like it's it's worth it. <laughs> you just get a wig, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, get some extensions. Yeah, we could cover that. Oh god, you just brought me back to a memory with wigs. Because Kai's um hair choice in Wolf was a wig. And people don't realize that was a wig. It was? It was. And then later on in promotions, like like the like this part, like the part yeah. that we're here, that was definitely a wig. <laughs> People don't realize. And then later on, when they were actually doing promotions, he had it done real with his real hair. But like people don't realize that was a wig. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> that was a wig. And it's just like, oh, that was not. Oof. No. <laughs> Oof. The fashion, whenever you watch those old videos, like the fashion, you're like, I know exactly what year that was, 2011. That was 2012, just because we were in it and we knew what we were wearing. The thing with um with dance back then were those drop crotch pants where the crotch was so low and everyone had them. I had so many, they were just like the pants. And so every time I see the music videos and they have the drop crotch pants, I'm like, oh, 2012, we love to see it. Right, those pants had a firm hold on all of the K-pop boys. Yes. I don't understand fashion. I like, don't even I know how it happened, honestly. <laughs> and I was fully in dance at that time. And I just remember uh, Napoleon and Tabitha, two like famous choreographers, had their own line of them. And so whenever we, everyone would go to dance conventions, everyone just buy all of them. And then now looking back, I still have them. Like, these are not cute. Why did we wear these? Like, why? These are and then the hammer pants. Literally. <laughs> it's like, uh, why were we into this trend? back then because it's just like there's some things that should never come back and those are one of them so yes guys let's not bring those back 
please. We're getting a resurgence of a lot of fashion trends now. Yes. Let's I skip know. over do, this. Do you know what Gen Z is into now? They're into skorts, but they don't call them skorts. They're oh, like, do you know skorts. you have shorts with, with a skirt over them? I love skorts because the shorts and you're like, oh, I feel like I can like move. You know, too, in media, you have to bend and camera and microphone and skirts are just not it. I can't. Yeah, I wore a skirt out yesterday and I was just like, where's my safety shorts? Literally. <laughs> I don't want to have any accidents here. Oh, it's just like, it's the worst. I was just like, but they only call it like, it's a score. Just call it as it is. A what do they call it? It's just like, they're acting like they discovered something. I'm like, it's not new. <laughs> like, you did not discover this. this. <sighs> yeah. This has been around since we were kids. So yeah. Yeah, literally and probably and prior as well. So exactly. You did not like, discover the sport. Exactly. Anyways. Yes. Fashion in terms of XL, some hit or misses. We don't talk about the growl outfits. We'll go on to the next. <laughs> Which growl outfits? The ones with the feathers. <laughs> for growl? Oh, you mean for 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 um wolf, 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 wolf. Monster. No, what did I was I like, say? Growl. They were in the the like school. Schoolboy. Yeah. yeah. I feel like also in K-pop, you have to go through that school or academia type. Oh, I'm over it. I can't. Yeah. I can't do it anymore. I can't. Especially when they're older doing it. Like, no, no. move on. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then after overdose, are we, oh, uh, should we talk about it Call now me baby. later? <laughs> there. What? Yeah. Talk- I was going to say, I was like, oh, we should have also said around this time after Growl, we got their first Christmas album. Oh yeah, Miracles in December. Hated that uh, song. Made oh, me so depressed. I love so that sad. song. It's a I hurts. love it. Christmas to me is supposed to be happy. I don't want to be sad. Oh my god, I feel like I literally just watch it and I want to sob, but like in the best way possible. I right? literally and everyone covers it. They do it on all the Christmas stages, and I'm just like, ah, oh, I love the first like note of it. You're like, meh, <laughs> like, oh, why are you so sad? This is supposed to be a holiday thing. But the but at vocals. The same time- yeah, I mean, you guys have seen them when when Chen, Dio, and Baekhyun performed it live. It was just them. And it was like they were on this like floating thing. And I was like, <gasps> it was amazing. It was mm-hmm. magical. It's sad, but like, it's fine. Like if you need Everyone a good song. To cry. To, yeah, like if you need a good cry song, play Miracles of December. doesn't matter like, what point of the year. But I feel yeah. like all of their Christmas songs, like all the main titles are like sad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe. That's true. It is true. But again, the vocals, I literally don't even care. Like sing it. Yeah. Like I will give more money to see like all three of them on another ballad altogether again. Oh, same. Like hurry back. Finish your enlistments already. I literally was so sad for a whole week when Baekhyun left. Like I was not because he was my first enlistment basically when I got into Mm -hmm. Super Gun to XO because Suho was already gone. And so was Zoom in and Dio. So when it was time for Baekhyun, I was not good. Yeah, it's just like. <sighs> but I love that they're putting out content for him every month. I'm like, where's the October one? Come on. <laughs> We're waiting. Literally. And then, yeah, Cal- Call Me Baby came out. Oh, guys, that- I have. No, that music video, I always say this is like the music video. First of all, Kai, what? Like the leather jacket and the plaid pants. I'm always like this for girls like or whoever is like. You want your man to dress like that and you want his friends to be able that to be that cool. And like just the, the vibes are immaculate in that video. I'm not going to lie. Go Backhand really messed me up in that one. 
Oh, yes, that's true. He looks so good there. He looks that, so yeah, good. That's when I realized I have a thing for the blonde haired idols. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I was like, oh, and then Lay looks so good, too. I was just like, I don't know who to stare at right oh, now. Really? I've, I've seen that video millions of times, and I still, every time I watch it, I watch someone different because Kai always pulls my attention, like, stop it. I have to look at someone else today. And I'm always just re-surprised. Yeah. Like, it's the music video that keeps on giving. It really does. <laughs> like, except I will say Chaniel's hair in the beginning, it like low-key looks like he stuck his finger in an electrical socket. It does. But yeah. I love it. Vibes. Oh, no, please don't ever bring that hair back, please. Um, <laughs> please don't. Gosh, don't fry your hair that bad. Um, I also want to say I, I kind of was inspired to get in the leather jacket because oh, of that yes. music video because it's just like oh you make it look There's so, so much cool. leather in that video <laughs> like I'm jackets like, oh. the blue leather jacket the black leather jacket the like I was like oh god I love Suho's all green one and oh just like, yes oh. oh yeah maybe is it someone has a blue one yeah Soon? I think uh Kesu did someone did. yeah Kai oh, oh maybe Kai had the black one I don't Kai know had anyway black. I think it was D.O. or Lei one of the two I think maybe they both did, honestly. Maybe. I love that the stylist was like leather jackets for all. And they were like, yes. yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. And I think like also Call Me Baby is just like, like Growl is their staple songs. Like mm-hmm. people know them by those two songs. And again, by this point, they're already sweeping awards. Like everybody right. knew like, oh, they're winning artist of the year. They're winning song of the year for this. And then, oh we started to go into their darker concepts, right? Oh, gosh, I'm trying well, to remember. You forgot about Love Me Right, which is not dark at all. <laughs> that was the-, the song is exhausting to watch. It's very long, like the live stages. And whenever anyone covers it now, I'm like, oh, almost there. You're almost there. It's almost done. The song is so long at the end. Like everyone always takes a deep breath. And I'm like, you got it, guys. You could finish the choreo strong. Yeah. Oh, gosh. We lost like they, Exodus, though. It was that weird time for Call Me Baby because it was right after Chris and Lujan left. And then like Tao was half there. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, I'm injured. And then a week later, it's like, just kidding. I'm leaving. And everybody was like, what? <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Which so. just it, it makes you think like what was going on behind the scenes. And they still were doing all of these performances, winning, completely mm-hmm. killing it. And I honestly, for me, one thing I always talk about I feel like too with k-pop or doing podcasts or videos I'm like they're humans things are going on behind the scenes like not everything is roses and butterflies and I feel like that needs to be understood more and that we are getting to that point now that people are like wait 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 they're humans they're not just like robots so just like makes you think a little bit like there was a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes you I'm sure they were very unhappy many times they went on stage and pulled it together and I always wonder what's going on because I know with 12 people there's not everybody's gonna like each other so there was bad blood and I always want to know well we kind of know nobody like Chris for obviously good reason at this point we figured out so but like (laughs) so I always wonder about the beef and then you know you have to like put that shit aside and perform like your best friends or when they go on shows they always all idols act like they're you know they're all best friends I just always wonder and it's just like people have to remember like before they are friends they are co-workers correct you don't get you don't get along with your co-workers all the time you're gonna have differences with each other whether it's no. like a styling choice or how your actions speak so 
not every day are you going to get along. And, and I think about like, how tired they are too. Like hangry, yeah. tired. Like I know when I'm tired and hangry, I'm not nice to be around. So times 12, imagine yeah. that. Like you have 12 grumpy people who are like traveling and also traveling from place to place. You know, they'll, they'll have a, like, for example, they'll have a schedule in Seoul. They have to go all the way down to like the most Southern part and then come right back up for a morning shoot. And it's just like, People don't realize it's like not all the time. Are I mean, they think wanting about, to be? In each think about spaces. when we're doing the interviews. Normally, it's a media day, so they were sitting there for hours just doing interviews. People are asking them the same questions, which you know they get annoyed and they're over it. So, it, but it's like it's part of the job. But mm-hmm. yeah, there there's a lot more than just like the pretty face and the dancing. <laughs> yeah, there definitely and like relationships can definitely strain and we saw a lot of that happen with EXO and you know it's unfortunate because would we want all 12 together still a lot of people do a lot maybe of not do. all 12 at maybe this not point. all after maybe 11 would be okay. maybe but like it kind of makes me think of like if all of that didn't happen what would we like what would we have right now like yeah. how big would they be now? And it's like, we could always think of what if, what if, what if, but at the end of the day, EXO is still here and they're still providing a, like they're a strong group. Like, yeah. They're still one of the top groups. above. Yeah. And so EXO, uh, like a roller coaster of things that it has is. happened. And I do find it very interesting that there are like OT 12 people that will fight OT9 or even their OT8 people that don't like lay. I'm like, bro, this phantom's too big if you can fight amongst yourselves about like who should yeah. be in the group. But that also is what happens when there's so many members. That's yeah. the thing too. So I think that's but it's 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 I think I'm like well, they're all a group. Like I don't everyone mm-hmm. relax. <laughs> and then deep breaths all. Let's all be friends. Yes. Yes. Let's not fight each other. Let's also not be very very rude and violent at concerts oh has yeah that too that, has experienced that first oh hand. no <laughs> not gonna go uh, we'll say that story offline but like when they came here to the states for the first time and it was also during exodus already came out around this time so 2014 right was around exodus was 2015. it 2015 so right before right before Exodus came out, they came here and it was just like, everybody was like, we get to see EXO because they don't even tour here. And that was insane. Please. I'm just like, if you're going to go to this concert, please like be careful. I I do want to see them in tour again. I really do. I would like sell a kidney to see them in Korea, like sold out. (laughs) Right. There's concerts so fun. Uh, I feel like the SM doesn't send their, their, groups here because exo i did see exo in concert here but that was four years ago now or something they had like a a single solo tour in 2017 yeah yeah not 2014 yeah around 2015 whatever tour that they did here was just chaotic that was 2017 that was 20 was it 2017 jesus wow wow that i like it's still not that long ago so it's just like that's crazy. Yeah. And fans back then were just wild and everybody wanted to see them. So it's just like, yeah, I get it. Like, I, I totally understand. I mean, you have 
charming, charming men coming to perform here. So why not? And it was a bloodbath to get even. Did get they tickets. do a big tour? Was it like a, a lot of cities or was it smaller? I, I think it was like five cities. Oh, wow. That, that was a standard back then. It's like right. they came to five places mm-hmm. and like they did like east, west, south, mm. Chicago. <laughs> right, middle. Yeah. <laughs> like somewhere yeah. in the middle. And Midwest. Then yeah. yeah. So they came here. Um, me and Roxy talked about it earlier. By far, our we think what what we think is EXO's best album is Exodus to mm. this date. It's a it's an album that just was so strong in my opinion that it's just like oh, I have to talk about that. <laughs> or I was just like I like if you're gonna ask me which album to listen to here this one first. But Exodus came out that happened and then. <laughs> Oh God, I can't remember. Anymore. And it's gonna lose, gonna lose track on the time. Yeah, I'm, I'm just like well, because I think Exact was next, and I was Lotto. No. Lotto was after that. Lotto was, was the yeah. repackage. They mm-hmm. have a lot of music. It's very hard to keep track. So of all much of music. It. Yeah. So but Monster was also that music video was something else that oh, probably yeah. drew drew me back. I was like, oh, was that the one where Kaya's glitter on his face? Is that Monster, or is that? It's the one where they're beat up. Bakion had a chain, and I don't remember oh, if it was on his face. The nose ring. Oh, the yeah. Lip that rings. Was, yeah. yeah that oh, one. oh, I'm thinking of something else. Okay, okay. Where yeah. they're rioting also. And then they decided to go into their summer releases later on with Coco Bop. And oh, that Power. song for me. I love Coco Bop so much. And and Chanyeol's pink purple hair in that video. I want it. Like I literally every day I'm like, do I want pink purple hair? I mean, I do want pink purple hair. But do like, it. I know it's just hard to anyway. Maintain. Anyway, Coco Bob, go watch the video. <laughs> yes, yeah, so if you're like wanting to go into the more summer realms, do it. That that that's pretty cool. And I also like appreciate like even till this day, we are still getting references to their superpowers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they there was a period of time go. they stopped doing that. From like 2013 until when do they bring it back a lot in power i would say oh yeah mm-hmm. power was like that whole video yeah so between 2013 and 2017 they just like didn't reference it at all yeah and everybody was like what about the superpowers yeah they're like huh remember oh uh do you raquel you weren't here for this yet but um remember when everybody was trying to decode all their path code stuff yeah back then yeah that was everybody for exodus was, yeah, for their all their theories and everything. Oh. They're like, oh, this relates to this superpower. Or no, this one, how are they all connected? I kind of miss doing that. I was like, can you bring that back? 2015 kind of started the like deep in-depth, like sneaky shit that they do now with all the <laughs> I know. But it gets it's- sometimes it's too much. I'm like, I don't have time for the lore. My brain like, just hurts sometimes from it. Like trying yeah, like, to figure yeah. everything I just out. Want music. I don't need to like think about why somebody blinked at 30 seconds and mean something it's not <laughs> in a way like exo was the blueprint for not only photo cards member specific albums you had somebody starting a, a whole universe behind them so it's just like if you want to blame somebody ish you point at exo <laughs> it's up one. there it's like oh, yeah they're they're one of the original originators for it so uh too much to count with EXO. Like they've released 
song after song after song and it's still it's so good and then the subunits and the solo like there's so much music which is so nice now honestly that's what's nice at least one part about getting into it later is there's so much to catch up on at least Mm -hmm. so that's nice yeah and I feel like even like don't stop the feeling was really good what was the release um prior was it obsession obsession tempo tempo and love shot obsession yeah yeah and those even then it's like when we started to see a more mature exo and you know like these are grown men they're not young adults literal it's about time it's about time they went there (laughs) like you're just like oh how was that being a part of like tempo love shot that era like live did the were the fans how are the fans because obviously we that is like mature exo and everyone's like whoa okay hello crop tops everywhere what's happening here i did not like tempo to be honest so i was like tuned out for that one but love shot is i feel like is another one of their like really iconic songs that everybody knows and all like like the live performances at mama the iconic like rose performance mm -hmm. by they can't it's too much yeah um i will say like i really like tempo a lot but it was also the first time we got to see exo albums being sold domestically in a target like people forget like this was the first time we ever got to see an exo album being released this way and i think it was within their like big push of wanting to you know be in the western western sphere of the music industry and so as soon like i remember i think i was still in school like doing my master's at this time and i was on a break but like i remember to the day I was just like the EXO album release their tempo releases on this date I know that there are k-pop fans around me I have to go to this target before opening and find this album because I know that people are gonna snatch this up so fast because you hardly got to see k-pop albums being sold at a target like who would have thought right that's crazy yeah I feel like EXO was a little bit later on that one Mm because like I feel like BTS was like starting it. And mm-hmm. at that point, like people were still like, not sure if it was the way to go, but then, you know. Yeah. XO. Like look at it now. Yeah. We have, uh, I was recently at a target yesterday where they had 17, they had NTT, they have ITZY. So it's just like, it's so it's come a long way to see it here mm-hmm. in like, instead of having to go to a K-pop store or travel to a K-pop store, you can buy it in store we never got to see albums like this and it was the first exo album we got in store so i remember at least around tempo i getting it and the rush of like oh i don't know like what are they doing you know and then all of, also the reactions of when they did that acapella portion of the song mm. everybody was like oh oh i forgot like people forgot how good that they were vocally it's just like they're just like i'm just gonna remind you that this happened yeah that's I mean the first music videos I saw were love shot and then tempo and then kind of went back from there Mm -hmm. so for me love shot and tempo hold such like a special place in my heart I know if I was to ever see it live I'd be like oh yeah (laughs) oh gosh I I wish that I hope that whenever they return again that they come here please xo sm I'm begging you please Bring them here. Bring them I'm, here. I'm tired of these crumbs of just, or just having to sit from afar. 
I know. and just be like, oh, I want to be there. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, please come here. I beg of you. <laughs> I'm begging you, SM. <laughs> was this your first like full EXO comeback? The most recent one? Yeah. Oh, I just realized that. Cause yeah. like, I know for a long time, they've just been doing subunits and stuff that don't fight the feeling was what, like the first comeback in like two years. Yeah. yeah, because before that I was there for like Candy and Kai's solo and like everyone's little solo albums. But yeah, this was the full first comeback. Oh my God, I just realized that. Oh, I kind of like that. I mean, Don't Stop the Feeling is such a good song. Like it just makes you happy. For me, it's it makes me a happy. Summer, summer yeah. banger. <laughs> yeah. Done right. Because sometimes summer songs, I'm like, okay, we get it. It's like summer and bubblegum. And this was just that right sprinkle of happiness. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, they co- they brought back their superpowers too. So it's yeah. just like they're space junkies. And then I was just like, oh, I love paying the homage to them. And if you haven't even gotten into their subunits and their solo mm, stuff, so we, good. Could, we could go into another whole episode about that, you know? And it's just like, <sighs> so Exo good. So much taught- talent. They've had such an extensive career that it's just like, what the heck? I can't you, believe they've been uh, around for this long. Whose solo do you think is coming next? We That's haven't gotten uh, we haven't gotten Schumann's yet. Mm-hmm. I we think they would do Schumann before Sehun, to be honest. <laughs> well, that's going to all definitely depend who's going to the military first, like Kai or, or Sehun. Because I know that they both were like, oh, we're going to drop albums and they're definitely going to go. And I'm going to cry. I'm just curious to see Sehun's solo. Because it's just like, what kind of, what are we going to get from him? Because it's just like, I can expect from Schumann, we're either going to get more ballady type or like. I could see him doing some like R&B-ish yeah, like flavor. I could see like him Like a doing Sam that. Kim kind of vibe for sure. Yeah. I could see him doing that. Kai, we've already gotten a taste for, well, mm, was a, was mm. a good song. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Your face. I was like. I literally fell off my chair in the in the, my reaction video. So like, great, glad. Yeah, everyone. he really was serving uh, uh-huh. for that one. Uh-huh. I don't. I'm not. I don't know how any Kai stands survived that. I didn't. I, <laughs> I I like to torture my friends who are like Kai stands and be like, "Ha, here's this." I like. I have grown immune <sighs> to the whole Kai That's, thing. My sister just like that does not phase me. But still, you look really great. <sighs> My sister bought me the album and she's like, which one do you want? I was like, what do you mean? Which one? The one where he has no shirt on and he has the tattoos and he's <laughs> has green hair and like that, that, that one. And she was like, like oh. the everything version. Like, I don't know why I asked. I figured I was like, yeah, why did you even ask? Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. I'd just be curious to see what sh- like Schumann and Sehun. Like, I was just like, we don't hear Sehun sing a lot. So it just makes me wonder like, what are you going to do? He's busy being on variety shows. And filming movies, yeah, and modeling, yeah. modeling for Dior. I'm like, you, oh, every time, every time I open Instagram, I feel like it's a new Dior like picture for him. I'm like, get it, you make that money, honey, get it. Oh, and it's just like it's also kind of like as an old like somebody who's been with them to see Sehun grow. Yeah, literally, <laughs> also, like all the baby face and then his rainbow hair and then all, all the, the rainbow hair. Like this. <laughs> and they're just like. Like sometimes it's like you were a teenager when I like yeah. discovered you and you're just like you're a whole adult you now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how like, I feel about Jungkook. 
Yeah, right? but his tattoos, I'm like, what the fuck? What happened? Also, Taman. Yeah. Taman. Yeah. Literally, and that's how people are starting to feel about the Dreamies now because they're like not 14. And I, like, yeah, I don't want to hear this. I hate everything about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, like oh. Jamin's face. What? Like, like, you don't look like a baby. I'm confused. Like, are we watching like, them go through puberty? Like, it's weird. <laughs> I mean, we did literally. Yeah. Right. I, I just I don't like, like I just have like chewing gum, and I was just like how they look bad, and then you look at them now, you're just like, what happened? <laughs> where are yeah. where, did where are we and i'm old yeah. now i feel like after that every time you watch like the chewing gum to hot sauce and everything in between you're just like wow i feel old now yeah, yeah. Like, anytime i see someone thirsting after mark lee i'm like oh god i'm so old because i remember <laughs> when he was 15 right, right? like <laughs> you're weird. just like huh like I'm not used to this and then it's just like it's not even like Kai and Sehun are that much younger than us right like they're still within the 90 like early 90s so it's just like I don't know it feels weird like you know just seeing some of these groups grow and you're just like I'm getting old with you so <laughs> like, wait like, <laughs> yeah like I well, can't and now then this and now there's like three groups under them and you're like how did we get here yeah <laughs> right Time isn't real. Time is not real. I don't know what time it is. (laughs) Especially in media. I don't know what time is. It's just like, huh. So it's just like a matter of time of what is EXO going to release next? What are they going to do? Because, yes, Channel's already enlisted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That kid just went. Chen is also there. Wait, we didn't even get to talk about how Chen's a dad. (laughs) I don't want to. That's what I'm father. (laughs) And I hope his daughter has a beautiful voice. Yes. I was just like, I hope that she gets the best lullabies ever because uh, I just she like, does. oh my gosh. And she's like so loved definitely by all of the members because we know Kai loves children and oh yeah, Hyun is basically a child. So, <laughs> you know, he, they, she has the best babysitters ever. I, oh, can we bring back Hello Baby? But instead it's just oh. <laughs> some members trying to take care of Ch- Chen's child. Oh my, god. oh my god that would be crazy oh gosh but i mean there's so much stuff that we could talk about xl <laughs> and it's just like it's always so a good much. time yeah i mean at this point it's like go just go watch all of their music videos they have reality shows they have xo arcade season one and two they have what was that web drama what was that xo next door Fucking love EXO Next Door. Oh, it's me so, too. I need to watch it's it It's so again. cheesy. I love it so much. I love those type of dramas. So like, I need to go watch it again. Right? I am kind of sad that Dio was the second lead. Then. Oh, he was the second lead. Yeah. Speaking of it, we also have a lot of like K-dramas and movies from Dio too. That if oh, you yeah. are missing He's such him. a good actor. He's such a good actor. Oh, like whenever God. I watch him, I'm just, I, like, I like can't fathom what's going on. And I'm just like, when's your next movie? He's well, he did just one get right back, now. So I think he's filming something right yeah, now. Yeah, he's filming. That's why he went early because he mm-hmm. had to. He's like three movies lined up. Like, get it I'm to you. Like, like, okay, sir. And then you have Schumann here. He's on variety shows. I think he's doing a tennis related. Yeah, yeah, show. something tennis. Coordination. I mean, like he's good at. Like I'm just like I'm not surprised. He's very athletic. Have you, yeah. Uh, like, have you seen how he looks like without? like certain clothing and it's just like that was hidden under there you would think like this cute little like you know his cheeks are so cute and but you're just like 
oh okay <laughs> oh <laughs> like oh I was not like can you put on a shirt please <laughs> kind of situation oh <laughs> but yes um oh gosh so many things you guys so know what things. I like to do I like to go back and watch all of Baekhyun's um his tour vlogs that he has ah. on his YouTube channel because I'm like ah oh, I feel like I was there <laughs> Okay, wait, before we end off this episode, we gotta say who our biases are out of EXO. Oh. I thought I did already. I thought it's been pretty obvious. <laughs> Maybe Clearly. not for Jay. Yeah, who's yours? Uh Lay. Okay. Lay. Mine is I like I switched a lot of times. Well, one I was very strongly, and then he kind of has a bad rep right now. So denounce that one. Um, in terms of being a, a, a bias, um, but it's actually Beckyun. I denied him yes. as a bias for so long. <laughs> I love like, it. Every time, every time, like I just always zero in on him and I'm like, okay, I admit like white flag. He has Beckyun's the best personality bias. of all time. So like, yes. And mine's obviously Kai, if you guys couldn't tell from this whole <laughs> entire episode. Yeah, she has it in her background. Literally. <laughs> Like, Hello, like if you're watching Kai. the um video portion, it's in her background. Yes, it is. And I have like all of my EXO albums over here too. It's like Love Shot. I have I have like three tempo albums. I got all the different ones. I have Love Shot. I have a really old photo book one. I don't know. I went I went a little crazy for, like last time I came to LA before I moved and I went to the K-pop stores. Dropped a lot of money, but it'd be like it. that. It'd be it, it like does. that. Yeah. Thanks. It happens. <laughs> and now you have more easier access. They're just like Oh yeah, I had to stop myself yesterday. I was in the mall and there was a K-pop store. I was like, nope, keep walking. <laughs> like next time, next time. Next time, next weekend. Next. Yes. Yeah, next paycheck. Yeah. Then maybe yeah. I'll treat myself. That's how <laughs> Literally, that. next paycheck, please. <laughs> All right, do you want to start closing up, Rafi? Yeah, sure. So there is like a lot more that encompasses EXO just because they have been on the scene for almost 10 years now. There's like more than we can talk about. But as Raquel said before, you can go watch their stuff online. Don't ignore EXO if you've been doing it deliberately. It's not worth it. I just say that because I was like part of the BTS fandom and you know how they, they were uh. for a while. Not worth it. Stupid beef. EXO is a great group. They have great music. Um, and they're always all the content to check out. It would be a good time. But um, our EXO issue is going to be available for pre-order now. And these rates are discounted. They will cost a bit more once we do our normal print. So if you are interested, I would recommend grabbing a pre-order link that also guarantees that you will get the print issue in case we run out because we have in the past. Um, so yeah, that link will be in the description as well for the pre-order and keep an eye out on our social media to see, um, we'll have more member reveals for the cover and uh, more previews of the layouts themselves. Um, and just so we want to also wrap up, just wanting to say thank you, Raquel, for being on this episode. We oh, really you. appreciate you having here, having you here on this episode. If you have any last words that you'd like to tell our listeners or um, whether they're watching or listening, just tell them where to find you. 
Yeah, you can find me on everything at Raquel Goldie, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. And like I always say, slide into my DMs. Let's talk about K-pop because I want to know what everyone's listening to. I'm all about finding new music. I make playlists if you guys want some to share. Like I'm all about that stuff. Awesome. Well, again, check out Raquel on all her social media. Check out her YouTube channel. She does some really cool reactions and interviews that are on that channel. And it's just like, there's so much. There's so much. So, so please, much. <laughs> please follow and um, support Raquel. And thank just you. again, thank you for being here. No, thank you guys so much for having me. I mean, obviously, I love to talk about EXO for hours. So <laughs> yes. And then Roxy, go ahead. Yep. So uh, don't forget to like, comment, and sub- subscribe to our YouTube channel to catch our next episode. So this has been the Craze Cast, and we'll see you all next time. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.